This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian, hey. Alex, what's up, and Nick. Yo. As always, if you're listening along and you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. Uh, while you're listening along, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. A small portion of the money you spend makes its way into our hands at the network and will help us continue to bring you content that you enjoy. Thank you to A'u for our theme song called Materia Mosh. Check out more of his tunes at soundcloud.com slash A-H-H-O-O-H. Today we're going to go over some game news, what we've been playing, and then we're going to jump into some Mad Max action. Uh, but before we get into that, what have you guys been playing, Brian? I've um, been playing Sunset Overdrive, finally. I bought it last fall. I see, like a year later. <laughs> <laughs> I played it for a couple minutes, and then I got sidetracked with all the other games that came out. Yeah. Um, what do you think? But I... It's really awesome, actually. It's it's hilarious too. Cool. It's kind of like, like kind of like the Saints Row humor meets like playing. I don't know, Jet Set Radio maybe with guns. I don't That's know if cool. you ever played that game in the back. I way back. That. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and then I played Metal Gear. Initial impressions. The first one yeah, for no, MSX. I'm just kidding. Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> oh, I played Ground Zeroes right before that too. Okay. To uh, yeah, I did really bad in Ground Zeroes, but it was it was fun. I basically uh, did what would be the equivalent of rage quitting and just drove around and killed everybody because <laughs> I was yeah. mad that I couldn't complete my objective properly. And then I ended up completing it anyways, but I got an E. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's funny. I feel like playing. I've now learned that I can no longer play Metal Gear games the way that I used to play them. <laughs> I am not going to at any point be anywhere close to having like a stealth run in these Metal Gear games because it's too hard. Like it's really difficult. If I don't have a Soliton radar, I'm useless in the Metal Gear universe. I don't even know what that is because yeah. this is my first Metal Gear game. Yeah, but uh, yeah, wow. It's just I. The game's awesome. Way to pop the cherry. <laughs> it's so you're, yeah. You're starting out With on the e. top. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ground Zeroes barely scratched the surface of what was to come in the Phantom Pain. Phantom Pain's awesome so yeah. far. Like I, I really haven't gotten too far in it. I've done I think four or five actual missions Me and too. a bunch of side ops. Yep. I found the uh, the little puppy, but he's not grown up yet. Didi. Yeah, D Dog. Did you get Hideo? Mm-mm. No? You, you should have uploaded your Ground Zero save to get Hideo. Oh, I actually, I wanted to, but um, the online services were down when oh, I, the okay. first several days I, I played. I think you can do it at any point. Okay, so good. I think you should be good. But you get Hideo Kojima as a member of your mother base team. That's awesome. He's got cool. insanely good stats for any, like, wherever you need to put him. <laughs> I think his S rank is in Recon. So, hmm. but no, that's, he's, yeah, he's awesome. I haven't really cool. dove too much into the mother base stuff yet. It's, it's awesome, but we can, we can get into it more next, next week, week once you've, you've had a chance to check it out and we do a, 
yeah. review of Metal Gear. And we'll have Gojo. I, I didn't want to talk about Metal Gear too much without having Gojo. Here, no, that's so. fine. It's wise. Yeah. yeah. Well, then I'll just you want stop a really there. long episode. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's going to be an hour we'll and a half We'll have to split long. it into two episodes. <laughs> Fight the franchise, Metal Gear. <laughs> we could do it. We could do it. I would listen to the Christ out of that. <laughs> we could, that we could actually arrange that if you that want. That could happen. That could happen. Um, Nick, what about you? What have you been playing? Man, John, I'll tell you. <laughs> I don't have a lot of time for video games, unfortunately. No, that's okay. So Dude. it's only natural that I'm here. Um, but I did pick up Skyrim again. Like in the last couple of weeks, like here and there, I'd get to play like half hour here, hour okay. there, and that was really fun. And I don't know really what provoked it. It was the cold weather. I think you, that, you yeah. Get, you, so you think it might be that. Yeah. I think a lot of the men of my generation, so I think most of us here, are kind of conditioned that when the weather turns cooler, we just play Skyrim. Want to hibernate and play video games? Yeah, Skyrim is kind of the <laughs> pinnacle. But I think like all the big consoles started coming out around the holidays when we were kids. Yeah. Oh, totally. And we started getting conditioned to like during the holidays, like oh, it's video game time. All the big releases come out. So as soon as the weather takes that little turn, as soon as you get like the first sixty degree day, my yeah. brain, a, a switch just flips in my brain, and it's like birds are conditioned to fly south, <laughs> and I am conditioned to fly to your couch, clamp, close myself in, and throw on a pot of coffee and just rock. So uh, it was really fun to get back into that. And you guys actually talked about it uh, an episode or two ago. Yeah, it's hard to not play Skyrim. The game is great. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And I I was thinking, you know, I've probably done nearly everything I can do. That's not true. No, you you keep finding things that you Well, there's all these markers already on my map of places I still haven't gone. And I was like, "Uh, I got a half hour between something or like I'm rendering out of uh, something I'm editing right now. And I was like, cool, I'll just walk over there and see what's going on. So... Um, I have very vivid memories of when Skyrim came out of sitting there while it's like starting to blizzard outside and hearing the Skyrim soundtrack as Mm -hmm. you're like walking. Like it's bringing tears to my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Alex's tears on the the games podcast. It's a a weird feeling and memory that I have and it just... There's one track in the Skyrim soundtrack. You know how it all kind of rotates yep. and, and, and uh, fades in and out? There's one track in particular that when it hits, I'm just like, Whoosh! yeah. And you're like instantly taken back to your first save file, the first time you played, the first yep. time you, you walked out of that first city out yep. towards like the Whiterun area. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Or wherever you wanted to go. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I also. The first time you just kept hitting triangle to get up that mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> A tactic which does not work in Mad Max. <laughs> Um, I played something else too, just a little bit. There was a, a downloadable something. Oh, I was playing uh, Another World, the 20th anniversary. Mm. Oh, oh, right nice. On. Yeah, have you guys ever played that? I played it when it was the, originally the, out. Really? I think it had a different name on Out of This World. I think yeah, like what on they called it on yeah. PC. Mm-hmm. Um, I cool. finished it, and it was probably one of the hardest games I've ever played. It's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah, uh, playing it fun. now, I didn't really appreciate just how hard it was. And I'm just like, this is way too hard for me now. My yeah, old it's rare that I'll play through a game where you die a lot. It's one of the things that is like kind of a turnoff for me with a video game. If someone's like, oh, yeah, you die constantly. I'm like, no, thanks. Because I get super sucked out. And Except like, I, Bloodborne. I'm, the immersion, <laughs> I'll see, I'll never play it. Yeah. <laughs> and literally, you, you can mark my words. That game will never enter my PlayStation. Because I've listened to all you guys talk about it. And I'm like, I would hate that. <laughs> see, I thought I would hate it, but I love it. Like, uh, it, like for some reason, it just like, it's one of those things where like, I get really frustrated and turned off by video games like very quickly. Mm-hmm. And that game held my interest. And I still, like, 
because we've been so busy and, and we haven't had time, like I haven't had time to go back and play it more because I want to yeah. play other things now. Like I still want to go back and play it. Yeah. So at yeah. some point, I will go back to Bloodborne. An unfortunate thing is, like like I said, my schedule doesn't allow for a lot of video games, so yeah. I really have to prioritize what I'm going to play. And right. one of the criteria that immediately eliminates you is you die. Consistent tons. dying. <laughs> so it's a consistent... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll die all the time. Which is funny, because my friend Rick, uh, who I used to live with, would play... like. Games he is drawn towards are ones where you die constantly. And right. so I watch him play like Super Meat Boy and uh, Spelunky. Bloodborne and, was, he beat Bloodborne. Right. Like yeah. he oh, loves man. just getting punished in video games and like having to try again. It's really interesting. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, it's the same way for me with movies. Like I, I'm, I'm the biggest sucker in the world with movies. You can have the most obvious like twist and I won't see it because I get so immersed and I'm just like, just watching. Yeah, so you're into the storytelling, and yeah, the constant so I get really death like, in. takes you out of the Instantly. story. I totally mm-hmm. agree I've with you. I've died in Skyrim like eight times that's ever, actually, and I get so mad when I do. I'm just that's like, actually one of the reasons I won't play Metal Gear games anymore is because I feel like I constantly die, or I mess up, and I fail, and just, I want to... Like, yeah. And, yeah. and it just ruins the immersion. And I w- I'll sit and watch other people play it like all day, but I just can't do it myself. The original Metal Gear Solid is one that where the storytelling and the characters are so good that it will supersede the fact that I fail a lot. Yeah. But that one also snuck in like ten years ago before I was like really mad at dying. Yeah. <laughs> I was only kind of mad. Well, and they didn't. It didn't have the grading. System I only had a part time job, so it was fine. Yeah. yeah, it didn't have the grading system. So like, if you failed at like doing something stealthily, you could still hide and like come out of it and then retry again yeah. without having to worry about like getting a bad grade and affecting your final score. Well, I mean, like, you wouldn't. You certainly wouldn't. That be grading big system boss ranking. Annoying. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That's there fine. was a grading system. Yeah, but not until the, all the end, way of the, the end of the game, game. Instead of like in little subsections, like, throughout. you used five thousand rations. And saved eight billion times. I do remember when I used to play Star Fox 64 and I got anything less than like the badass ranking, I'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) go again. Yeah, right on. Anything else? Uh,. There is something else, but I don't remember it, so whatever. Oh, no, you know what? This is important. (laughs) Um, So Earth Defense Force 2017 is a nine-year-old game that I think I bought probably a week after it came out in 2006. Right on. Um, Gojo and I have been playing it ever since. And Gojo is like the EDF fanatic. And he has, he has all the games, and he's beaten them all on like almost every difficulty. But the original mm-hmm. Earth Defense Force has five difficulties. Okay. It has, I think, E... I'm going to mess them up. I got to go backwards. There's Inferno, Hardest, Hard... Normal and easy, I think. Okay. <laughs> so going the other way, it's easy, normal, hard, hardest. But hardest is not the hardest. The hardest is actually Inferno. <laughs> right. So it's very like Japanese. nightmare oh. difficulty. <laughs> yes. And it is so hard. So you, the, the original game, I think, has 53 levels. And okay. each one has all five difficulties. So do the math. How many levels of there are? Are there of Earth uh, Defense 265. Force? 265. There you go. Gojo has beaten hey, them you all. Check that math. Human calculator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty you, good. You, please let me know. <laughs> yeah. You, hey, Yoop. What's up? Um, Gojo has done them all, except there were eight levels on Inferno that he couldn't beat by himself. And he was like texting me. He's like, we need to, we need to reunite. Because you could play split screen co-op. Uh. And he goes, we need to reunite on the same couch. And we need to hammer out these eight final levels on Inferno so we can... Complete. Put, yes. put the game to rest. Full story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nearly, nearly ten years in the making. So he he comes over a couple weeks ago, and we we pop it, and we played like three of them, and it was so much fun, but it was so hard. <laughs> did you did you guys play the Mannheim Steamroller? Absolutely. Okay, good. 
Yeah. Every time they play the game, they <laughs> they start up the one man Heimstein roller song that like everybody listens to at Christmas. And they have their like, like yeah. Just for like some it. reason, when I was a kid, I used to listen to the Mannheim Steamroller version of God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. And I always thought when I was a kid, I was like, this would make great battle music. <laughs> and on the original Xbox, the very first Xbox 360 I had, the one that had like four gigs on the hard drive, yeah. I had like. Th- I just uploaded a few it random was twenty, but really, 12. I think mine was four. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, okay, that sounds about right. Yeah, really, twelve. Um, I had a few songs uploaded on there, and that was one of them. And for some reason, the, like one of the first times we played with Defense Force, I played it, and Gojo was like, "Some two little conduits in his brain met," and he was like, "This is magical." So he has that's the I think the one song he has on his PS4 and like everything. It's amazing. He just awesome. plays it on repeat. Oh yeah. The whole so as time soon as you gaming. as soon as you fire up Earth Defense Force, it's the only game he'll play it with though. Uh, oh, okay. As soon as he fires it up, he'll hit that dashboard button and go to music and find mm-hmm. it and play it. And it just it's a, like a three minute song and it just loops yeah, yeah, for that's, hours. And it's, it's, play. it's really beautiful. kind of oddly fitting. Like for some, you've got these weird animated like Japanese animations of people with gigantic <laughs> guns and with it's bazookas. like boom, 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 and these boom, huge boom. robots like yeah. bending all over, spiders <laughs> falling through the floor because raining yeah. through the sky. <laughs> yeah, have you guys ever played that game? No, no. I feel like I need to. Oh though. man, looks fun. Play it with Go. Joe, if you yeah. want, you yeah, know. I'm sure he'll want to play with us if we all get. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, He's... did you guys actually succeed though? We have, I think we have three left. I think we got up okay. to fifty, and we have we have fifty one, fifty two, and fifty three. So all right. it's it's well, that's a good enough really date. challenging because I we were stuck in one of them, and I asked him, I'm like, is this actually possible? And he goes. Oh yeah, there's like forums of like hardcore Earth Defense Force fans. There's like eight, seven of them, and <laughs> some of them have 100 percented it. And he's after we beat them all in Inferno, he still has to find like three guns. So he's just going to be oh. farming for weapons. Uh, He'll do it though. Yeah, he will. You know the, the tenacity will. of Goku. Yep. <sighs> I've been playing Shadowrun Returns on my on my Mac. That's it. That's literally that Destiny and what we're going to review, and that's it. <laughs> Shadowrun Returns is cool, I guess. I don't know. I just was looking for something to play while Megan was using the TV. So and that was I bought it. that too, and I have it on my Mac. It's pretty I, cool. I played like the first two like, yeah. battles or whatever, and it it was neat. Yeah, it's what, right. what is it? Is it's just a turn based. It's like XCOM. But okay, you build strategy your own, RPG. Yeah. Yep, but yeah. it's got a really cool like fantasy Steampunk, noir yeah, sci fi like, universe. Shadowrun. Yeah, yeah it's, it's cool. Sweet. Like, what are you? What are they? Yeah, it has another name for that particular cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. not steampunk, All cyberpunk. Right. What made you dust off your copy of Destiny? I haven't dusted it off, my friend. It's, it's still never playing. accumulated it's, it's been dust. In full rotation. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but More we've been hitting it hardcore because Ricky, we hooked up our roommate Ricky with a PS4 for his birthday and got him Destiny, and now oh, he's cool. hooked. So. We now now we've got almost a full fire team. If you guys come back, like we could do all of the raids. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm. It's been a little over two months since I played. Yeah, well, you're almost at three. Well, I'm going to go over in the news section here coming up. I'm going to go over all the Taken King things that are hit. Well, it was, Destiny, requ- it was requested of us to talk yeah, about I'm it. actually Destiny really glad you're going to do that. 2.0 patch. Not the Taken King, but everything that's going to hit on Tuesday for everybody who doesn't have the Taken King That sounds all. good. So we'll go over that. Um, Alex, what about you? What have you been playing? So I played Metal Gear, as we talked about. Of but course. I fell down a rabbit hole this morning that I... Didn't expect to fall down at all. Okay. I had one condition where I knew I would, but even that was kind of iffy. So I've been looking for a game to play with my girlfriend, Nicole. Okay. And I was like, well, I know she really likes Disney. 
So Disney Infinity. I uh, know what that is. I went to Best Buy this morning, <laughs> and here, let me pull this out and get your guys's reaction okay. on, on on the recording. Alex is gonna whip it out. Where's the drum roll? I bet I know what he's got. Oh shit! Ah. Uh... What? So started with yeah. this. This is the 3.0 Saga bundle that Comes has Boba Fett. all the Star Wars it's stuff. It's the Boba Fett exclusive pack. The only way you can get Boba Fett. And it's got all the Star Wars stuff in it for Disney awesome. Infinity 3.0. Uh, is there a PlayStation in there? No. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say no. that. I thought you bought a PS4 bundle just for Boba Fett. No. I was like, you're the wrong Alex. No, no, no. no sitting no. in this chair right now. <laughs> no, there's like five figures in there along with the portal to play the game and... The game itself. That's awesome. So this is the starter pack. So this for that. is your compromise of like nerdery slash Disney. Well, she likes Disney, and then the cool thing about you can use all the other Disney. You can use all of the older ones. So let me let me go through the figures that I got. Oh, he's got a whole oh, bunch of stuff. Some... He's got to go through. What the? So hell? they had they had a deal this week because it just came out at Best Buy. It's buy three get one free on the brand new figures, the okay. Infinity three figures. So. Of course, my number one purchase is Sam Flynn from Tron. Nice. Ah, okay. Really, the, really, the, that's the one condition. I was like, I would have bought this Sam Flynn and the Korra figure on their own and just, just not had the game, not played the game. Right. But I was like, this could be a good opportunity. Uh, we got Disgust from the Inside Out film that cool. came out this year. Who was the voice talent of this one? That was Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. Is this one for Nicole? Yeah. No, it's it's actually Alex's. Yeah, Alex. All right, and then over here we've got. Uh, I'm sorry, this is great radio. No, it's all good, man. Got Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse, classic. Looks like Minnie Mouse for your listeners out there. Nice. Core is for me. Minnie Mouse is for Nicole. And then, um, not to mention the pack. The pack that I got comes with Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, or Luke Skywalker, Leia, Boba Fett. Anakin from Clone Wars and another Clone Wars character. Cool. And then uh, we got cool. Tinkerbell as well. And then the the final, the one that I knew would 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 get her hooked. We had to go to Toys R Us right next door to get because it <laughs> it's an older one. Would be the the Elsa from the Frozen. Oh boy! So right on. I did not expect to. Fall down this hole as I did today. Yeah, you did. But you and, fell hard. Uh, I did, but uh, look forward to journey to the center of the earth with Alunky. <laughs> look forward to me talking about Disney. Infinity. Well, I'm curious what it is because I don't even know about the Infinity stuff at all. Isn't other it than kind of like Kingdom Hearts. Uh, from what I know, it's like it's somewhat of a Skylanders like game, right? And that was mostly like a Diablo. Clone. Okay. No, that's cool. With, and you get different characters. So it's like that. Uh, it's like the Marvel superheroes game on Steam, where like you similar. Like yeah. You basically, have access to all these characters in the same story arc, sort of thing. Yeah. So so the thing is that anything that came out at the time of Disney Infinity 1.0 might have like levels in right. that actual base game, but like anything like the the Elsa and the Tinkerbell are from the earlier editions of the game, so they're not going to have any levels or anything. But I was looking. Uh, today, at like I put the Sam Flynn figure on the little kiosk in the store, and there's a level where you get light cycles, and they they had like a Wreck It Ralph, or no, they had Baymax from Big Hero Six on a light cycle alongside Cora. Cool. So, so there's nice. actual levels based around each figure. Yeah, what? yeah. So I'm 
excited to check it out. I'm sad. Did 3.0 just come out? 3.0 came out like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. wow. Like okay. the week before Metal Gear, I think. I did watch a video review of it, uh, 3.0 just because I had no idea what the hell Disney yeah. Infinity was. And uh, it sounded like it has like a maybe six hours-ish long story mode, too, that's Star Wars specific. Yeah, I think so. so I think... And then there's like a free play kind of mode too. 1.0 was all Disney stuff. 2.0 was Marvel. I think all that was like store like Marvel stuff. And yeah. then 3.0 was all new Star Wars stuff. Cool. So and then there's the sandbox as Brian was yeah. saying where you can kind of take a bunch of stuff and play around with it and make levels and do the, all kinds of so things. How many people can Sweet. play simultaneously? Two. Cool. Two people. So right on on the same TV. Yep. Can you play with like four over? I don't think so. Network. I don't think so. But yeah, I'm interested in checking it out. I is there an actual Tron figure? No, not yet. That's too bad. I honestly, I bought them because I was like, I want Disney to know that there are people that want Tron shit. Because <laughs> should have bought five of them. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't. Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you better as soon as they have like a Tron pack of, with with anybody, I'll immediately pick. If it I can up. get a hold of an actual Tron one, I'll play with you. That'd be okay. sweet. I'll, I'll I'll let you know. Mm. I want a Kevin Flynn, like an, a Disney Infinity Kevin Flynn with the That'd be sweet. like retro Kevin Flynn yeah, with yeah. the light jacket. So, yeah. how much do the figures cost? They alone? are without uh, Best Buy Gamer Club. They're fourteen dollars a piece. So, Gamer Club, you get the twenty percent off. Gamer though? Club, you get I think ten percent. Ten percent. So okay. they come down to like eleven something. Yeah, that's not but, bad. It's okay, yeah. I mean, it's you're actually one of getting things. something physical, and you get something in game. Yeah, right? so. and like I don't, like, I don't, I don't want to buy all of them. I have no interest in getting like Sully hmm. from Monsters Inc. and like you know, Sully's probably an awesome bruiser though. I'm sure he's a tank for sure, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. That was my reveal. I wanted. No, to that's awesome. I wanted, yeah. I'm excited to check it out for sure. Yeah, the Star Wars part of 3.0 has me intrigued a bit. I admit. Yeah, I the yeah, I'm excited. I, I, feel, I feel like a like a ten year old again. <laughs> it's yeah. like buying toys. 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 Yeah, yes. I saw on nice Reddit, minifigures, Alex. Yeah. I saw on Reddit somebody <laughs> posted a screenshot uh, from that, and they were. They were playing as Luke, and he was standing outside like the hangar in Maz Eisley. Yeah. And they said, oh, I spotted Dash Rendar's Outrider, and you could see see it flying out of the hangar. And I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to get the... They got they me. Have a, they have a Clone Wars Obi-Wan. Oh, cool. So I want... It's like primo Obi-Wan. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever watched Clone Wars? No. It's actually a really awesome so good. show. That's what yeah, I've heard. It's pretty, it's pretty rad. I want to check it out. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Right on. Enough of that. Before we jump into news, I just want to say that I have Lizzie, the the Midwest Podcast Network dog, on my lap, and she's basically like a giant oven. I'm like on <laughs> fire right now. She also looks like she's passed out. Yeah. She, she is hitting it hard right now. Yeah. Yeah. Your head's glistening a bit. I'm so hot. It sucks. Like I'm I hot too. I think it's a morale boy thing. The morale boy. I think we sweat at a way lower temperature than anybody else. Yeah. Does. Our resting body temperature is like 50 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's hop into some news. So first thing I want to go over, Microsoft announced the Xbox One Elite bundle, which includes the new Xbox One Elite controller as well as a one terabyte hybrid SSD drive. Uh, the price tag is set at $499.99, which is $100 more than a regular one terabyte Xbox One, which usually comes with the game as well. There's no release date yet, but I would assume Microsoft is probably going to want to make use of the 2015 holiday season. Yeah. 
Um, not, I mean, not that you guys are planning on picking up these Xbox Ones, but I'm intrigued over the controller. I, I definitely want to look into the Xbox Elite controller. If that controller wasn't like a hundred dollars, yeah, that's the thing. Own. It's 150, 150 bucks. Yeah. So I, I don't know. There, there's not much of a trade off here in respect to getting just the regular Xbox One with a game. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, but the only th- oh yeah, you can't you can't exchange the hard drive on your own, can you? Yeah, you can. You, you can, can swap it. Okay. Mm, not. I mean, there's ways to do it, but you're not supposed to. Oh, it voids okay. the warranty. It does. Yeah, void it's the not warranty. the same as PS4. It's not a warranty but after a year, anyways. With, with Xbox, you can actually attach an external yeah. Yeah. USB three, and drive, you can play things off of that. Super easy. Yeah, correct. Yeah. That's what I do. Okay. So yeah, um, I don't know. Next up. Deus Ex Mankind Divided has been given a release date of February 23rd, 2016, though there is one stipulation. If enough people pre-order the game, it'll come out four days earlier on February 19th. Supposedly, there are four other tiers to the pre-order system that IDOS put in place, but each tier apparently offers different items for players to choose from as each tier is unlocked. So basically, like as more people pre-order, it unlocks different levels, and there's different bonuses that you can choose from, yeah. so you're not like locked into, like, oh, you get this one weapon. You could probably choose from several weapons or several costumes, which is kind of cool. Called, it's called like augment your pre-order. Yes, yeah, like exactly. And the idea, I think, tier one is like items. Tier two is something to do with music. Tier three has something to do. It's a level, like yeah. an extra level. And then I think tier four is the actual release early thing. Yeah, so it'll be pretty cool. I think. I mean, it, some of us are probably planning on picking that up. I mean, I'm I, definitely picking it up. So yeah, I, I've I played probably, all of them. I love them all. We'll be reviewing that at some point. I'm sure. I the only I've heard a few different podcasts talk about this whole thing, the pre-order thing, because it's kind of a Kickstarter-y model, but not no, it's Kickstarter. cool. I mean, it's a better way to do things. I think. I don't know why they're like that butthurt about it, but it sounds like a lot of them seem to think that there's no like it, regardless of what happens, it's the game's going to be released early because if they don't do that, then their game kind of looks like a failure. Like not enough people pre-order because they didn't actually reveal how many numbers of people have to five achieve people. each right. thing. Yeah, it's like five five people for each tier. So as long five as get, of the developers pre-ordered it. <laughs> so if they have twenty pre-orders, then then <clears throat> right. it's going to come out. But it's kind of a cool way to drum up hype. And the franchise people... has done very well historically, so I yeah. don't expect it to not reach some. You know, it, it it'll probably reach the tier four. I no, I, I yeah, I don't think there's any reason to think it wouldn't. But yeah, it, that... especially because they don't want it to look like it's a failure. Right. But, you know, that's kind of a. Uh, pessimistic way to look at it right that's a really i think that's a really cool way to get people to pre-order i don't really pre-order games anymore but i would if i got to like kind of choose my rewards and there was one that was appealing right Mm -hmm. totally is the one that gives me tron it's more (laughs) (laughs) yes it's definitely more worth my time to just wait and see how a game is when it comes out it's what i did with mad max and then uh but the pre-order was like a car and it's not even you don't even have to pre order I got it anyways. Did you really? Like just from I bought it from Best Buy and they gave it they gave me the ripper here, car here anyways. You go. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even have to I think pre-order. it was a day one thing probably. For I, me, they have those day one editions or whatever. The only thing that really makes me pre order nowadays is the my, the Best Buy thing because sometimes it's you get the ten dollars. Well, yeah, they give you they hook you up with that's all a kinds good, of yeah. other See, stuff. That's a good in, a retailer incentive like that is good. Yeah. For sure. Otherwise I kinda like I'm kind of of the mind of I don't want to pre-order this because like when people pre-order things that just end up broken like uh sim city i think everybody who pre-ordered sim city regretted it because they were like this game is not what i want at all and it's terrible it doesn't work i can't log into it at all right so i think you know it's definitely rather not talk about that game (laughs) (laughs) but anyways 
Uh, Uncharted 4 will be released on March 18th, 2016. Sony officials announced the release date earlier in the week alongside the announcement of three different special editions. There's a $79.99 special edition that comes in this with a steel case and an art book and a stick sheet, whatever the fuck that is, Sticker and sheet? some naughty Stickers? dog point. It just said stick sheet when I was in the article I read. <laughs> stick uh, sheet. The Libertalia it's Collector's the, Edition. It's the, it's, the, it's the concept art for all the sticks in the game yeah. that you step on. The Libertalia Collector's Edition is priced at $120 and comes with all the items in the special edition as well as a Nathan Drake statue, some multiplayer outfits and weapon skins, and the Digital Deluxe Edition contains a copy of the game and future access to single-player story add-ons for, and two future multiplayer packs that will unlock new multiplayer goodies. The digital deluxe one is literally, that's just buying this, the special edition, like, digitally. Okay. No physical copy, nothing like that. That's, I mean, I, I like, the thing that I like about this announcement is that they're doing single-player DLC for an Uncharted game. Oh, yeah. Which they hadn't done before. They yep. did it for The Last of Us, and I think it did so well, and people were so happy with it that they must have been like, hey, let's try this out. That's but the one thing I wanted from the Tomb Raider game was more single-player yeah. DLC, and it was all multiplayer. It was yeah. awful. Weren't there tombs, there was like, There was, like, two yeah. tombs. Two tombs. Ooh. Tombs. Those take, like, five minutes to figure out. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I'm looking forward to somehow tracking down a cheap copy of the Super Special Editions so that I can have two Nathan Drake statues. Oh, yeah, I have my for those, three who, yeah. for those who don't know, Tomb Raider is free on Xbox this month. The uh, Xbox One? Uh, yes, Xbox I think it's one. the last part of the month, though, because I just went on there Yeah, the it's like day. the second half of the month or yeah. whatever, but you can get Tomb Raider for free, and I highly suggest it, because it's awesome. That's, like, the only thing... Games with gold is sweet. I just wish it wasn't so, like, stupid. Like, just give me the games for 30 days. Just do it by the month. Yeah, they used yeah. to do it that way. Now I they, like, know. stagger at the 15th of the month. I'm like, oh, I you know, come back in 15... I don't know. It's probably a tracking mechanism, you know, to they see who downloads what on. and blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't they know. They track it, it if they have it. I don't know. Anyway... Yeah. Anyways, uh, Fallout is getting its own Monopoly board game. For all you youngins listening, a board game is a game played on a table, not a screen. Bethesda said it would be available in November. No exact date's been given yet, but I would expect it to come out with release of the game. So that's Somewhere something, something to look forward to. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I hope it's as badass as the one that that fan created. Yeah, just don't forget to collect 200 caps when you pass go. <laughs> <laughs> what if it just came with a box full of bottle, bottle caps? <laughs> just, just random bottle caps. Yeah, that would be really cool. Imagine actually. how many caps you would need to play. That's what we should do. The whole, the whole shaking prices. system should just be bottle caps. We need if to it's start not, I mean, saving all of our bottle caps so we can play it with actual <laughs> bottle caps. That's a good idea, actually. I have quite a few already. That's That would be a lot of fun. And uh, Mega Man is being made into a movie, and I don't know if this is good or bad news, as I feel like most video game movies are pretty awful, but it's being produced by Peter Charon, who did the last two Planet of the Apes movies. So that being said, like I have fairly high expectations for how good this movie might actually be, if possible. It's really iffy. You know, I think at this point, I would almost, I would rather be animated. I don't want a live action Mega yeah. Man. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. But it might be cool, live action. They, it could, as it could long be. as they don't, don't cast know. someone Zac like Zac Efron as like Mega Man, Jake Lloyd, <laughs> Jake Lloyd could act like now. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know what? I think uh, I think uh, 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 what's his name? Haley Joel Osment's face is so small that they could put the Mega <laughs> Man. <on. laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, it used to be. <laughs> no, it's it's still tiny. Okay. His face, his like, face, his, his uh, head grew features, around his face. Yeah, the features oh, yeah. on his face are like it's super weird in a square inch, and then there's just head. Head. It. It's it's really. It, I mean, he's he was great, and he was the only good thing in the Entourage movie. But yeah. All right. <sighs> 
All right, this is my last bit of news item here. There are a lot of changes coming to Destiny along with the Taken King expansion. We got a request from a listener, Pat, on Facebook to talk about the expansion. And we haven't really talked about it in depth by any means yet. And I don't really feel like we have the time to go over everything. So I'm just going to take a minute to go over some of the changes that are coming this Tuesday, September 8th to the game. And don't, I mean, the Taken King will be talked about. Yes, we will talk about the Taken King eventually when it comes out and we actually play it and beat it in three days. Um, (laughs) <laughs> your character char- changes to your character. The character level cap for all players will be raised to thirty-four. Uh, the level regardless cap- of whether or not you own right either of any, the expansions. Expansions. any expansion. Level cap for the Taken King will be forty. All of your level up, your leveling will all happen via XP alone. No light level bullshit. The character level and light are now separate statistics. Your character level will be grandfathered into your highest possible level light level from all the gear in your inventory and vault. So. Whatever the combination is, that's your new level once this patch hits. Um, Attack and defense ratings for armor and weapons will be translated to the new systems. Their power levels will be unchanged. The Grimoire score has been moved from the character nameplate and now is displayed in the character screen. This is something I find interesting because a lot of people on Reddit use the Grimoire score as a means to determine if you're a good player or not. Because if you have a high Grimoire, you tend to be a better player. And it has been statistically proven by a couple of Redditors that that is true. It, I, it just means that you've seen mostly you've seen some you've seen shit more of the game, right? I've seen some shit. You know? Yeah, well, a yeah. lot of the then cards some, you have to you, you can only them, get by playing a yeah, lot. Yeah, and like there's like a bunch of like when you get a certain amount of like servitor kills, I think it unlocks. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, different yeah, levels yeah, of, of enemy kills get so you better it's, specs. It's, it's an easy, quick way to see. Oh, you've yep. played a crapload of this game, so it's interesting that they're hiding it. Yeah, I, I think that'll change coming up pretty soon. Um, in the quest screen will now be added to your menu. It's going to track all active quests. Abandoned quests can be recovered at the Hall of the Guardians, and year one activities have been converted into the quest system. That's, so there's that. That's cool. That's good. I'm glad that they're not taking up useful bounty space yes. anymore. Bounty slots will be increased to 16. Incomplete year one bounties will be auto-abandoned on the uh, preparation for the Taken King. Incomplete year one exotic bounties are auto-completed with their respective vendors. So that's pretty free sweet exotics. because I'm getting a free thorn and a free bad juju right now. <laughs> um, year you one didn't bounties. pay for that thorn. I did my time. Blood. Yeah. I did my time in the crucible to get that thorn. And you want to talk about it. Year one bounties issued by Eris Moore will be retired. You bought your jelly horn from Zer. I did. I did buy my jelly horn from Zer. I bought an extra one. Reputation with, with Crota's Bane can continue to be earned by completing quests in the Taken King. So they're not going to completely wipe out Eris Morn's bounties and things. Like, you can still get reputation for her stuff, which is cool. Uh, in are the they, tower, what? Does that mean? Because like, people were having issues with that because of the Blades of Crota, right? Yeah, are they bringing um, those back? No. <laughs> no they're also they're... retiring the wolves, just so you know. Yeah, I know. But I'll get to that. I heard well, they weren't <coughs> retiring well, the wolves. Well, I'll get to that. Okay. Hold on. Uh, in the tower, collections have been added to the tower. Emblems and shaders can be found near Ava Levante. Ships can be found near Amanda Holiday. Pretty cool. You can d- you can basically get any ship you've ever received in the game again. Even if That's you deleted awesome. it, right? Even if you deleted That's it. Same awesome. thing with emblems and shaders. Uh, exotic- I wish it was that way with exotics. It is. Exotic it is. armor, it's weapons, only the exotics that you have. Uh, that, you found. that you found and deleted, you can still get those. I was under the impression, that's no. why they told people not to junk their exotics, because you were only getting the ones that you had. I don't think that's true, no. Okay. Um, exotic armor mm. blueprints Let me know when you log are, in. and weapon blueprints are added to the tower, so people can go and download, like re, re, re-get the uh, exotics that you've gotten rid of, supposedly. Uh, and you will have access to them across all of your characters, which is cool. Um, and you will... 
Let's see. Inventory. Mota Light will be used to grant XP to weapons and armor, which is cool. Class-specific armor materials will be depreciated in favor to a, of a unified armor material. So basically, instead of having uh, plasteel plating and sapphire wire and hadronic essence, you're just going to have one collective type armor of parts, armor, weapon armor parts. parts, weapons parts, yeah. exactly. Uh, the Vanguard Quartermaster Ronin 9940 will exchange all old materials for armor materials. So you'll take any of those things there to her to get new stuff. Um, they're gonna, all of the new weapon nerfs are coming in. So you can cry now, Alex, if you'd like. <laughs> it's all and over on the 8th. The, uh, the Fallen Wolf Hunt patrols will, will retreat in anticipation of the arrival of Oryx in your solar system. So uh-huh. now they're gone, but the speculation is that the Taken are now going to be ac- accessible, just like the Wolves were accessible prior to the House of Wolves release, which is pretty cool. My favorite Everybody thing... Everybody loot your treasure chests. Yeah, they, you've got two days left to loot treasure chests, and, <laughs> but you can still get keys, I think, somehow. I don't know how. There's You're gonna, multiple ways yeah, to get... So yeah, so prison keys are important. Um, so that's, that's that. It, does anybody have anything you want to say about that list of good news? They also said that the Elder Cipher bounty, yeah, that you can no longer get it by doing Prison of Elders. They're just making sure that those items drop in the chests at the end of Prison of Elders. There you go. Which is awesome, because I heard yeah. those are bugged to all hell. Yeah, Queen Breaker's bow and... Yeah. All the good Lord stuff you get from killing Skolas. Yeah. And there's only three of them. Yeah. yeah. Does that does that alter your opinion at all, Nick? I know you had kind of given up on Destiny too. Um, no, I mean honestly, most of that didn't make any sense to me. Okay, <laughs> I kind of forgot. So I, it sounds like it's all lots of small things that will add up to make a way smoother, more enjoyable experience. Right. And I think one of the big things, and this is probably one of the, this. I have two more things I want to say about Destiny. The first being that. The Taken King is going to completely alter the storyline. It's going to alter it in the sense that it's actually going to have one, which I think is something everybody's been kind of struggling with. The removal of Dinklebot. Right. They are removing Dinklebot, and they're putting in Nolan North, right? Is that his yep. name? Yeah. So he's is he a over. different ghost, or is he, he's, the, he's the same, the same ghost? ghost. He's, they he's just doing the lines. Yes. He's an actual video game voice actor, though, which okay. makes the difference here. Uh, and the only other thing I want to say about Destiny is if, if you're confused about the story and the lore, check out DestinyTimeline.com. Um, it has shed some quote-unquote light <laughs> on the game <laughs> for me. Uh, you know, and, and it's cool because as you're flipping through the different events in the timeline, you get to see some pretty cool artwork, which is sweet. And it's, real, it's set up really cool. It uses the absolute vodka font for most of it, which is funny <laughs> to me. But overall, I think it, it's, a, it's a great way to actually read the lore and, and everything that happens up until when you become a guardian and then what happens after that up until Oryx shows up. So That's cool. I it would is check actually that pretty out. interesting. It is, it is the story... Reading through that storyline and the timeline and everything has made me more interested in the game. So, does it explain who you are? Yes. Oh, really? It goes into the fact that you're, you're a like, zombie. You're basically you're undead. Yeah, yeah. Like you as a guardian are undead. And you're just a, are you just a random Russian civilian? Pretty much. You you are someone that the that you were of great power at one point and died, and then the the traveler sent out his ghosts to find these great warriors to yeah. help fight the darkness, essentially. Which, cool. Yeah, the, I would check out destinytimeline.com. I think it's awesome. The artwork's cool. What if you're so. Putin the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> that would explain the Titan punching I everything. Think about it. I actually found Wasted on Destiny, pretty good site, too. Wasted yeah. on Destiny? Since I found wasted out I Destiny. wasted Destiny. 20 <laughs> days of my last year yeah. playing Destiny. See, that's, that's the thing, and all of the changes that they're making sound great. Like, it sounds like it will make the game more of an experience. Like, it's fleshing out little bits of things here and there so that it feels like an actual 
Like there's actual systems and it's not just, oh, this is the materials you need to get this thing that you can only get from doing this. Well, like the, I love that they're the, starting to, they're commonizing the marks. There's no longer Vanguard and Crucible marks. It's all legendary marks. It's across all characters too. Across all characters. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, and you get them from all kinds of activities like that. All of those things are great, and it sounds um, and like the changes with the Nightfall, the fact that you no longer get an XP bonus from the Nightfall is kind of a good thing to me because I there were a lot of times where I would not play that week because I'm like, God, I don't want to do the Nightfall, and if I'm not doing the Nightfall, there's no point in me playing the game because I don't have that boost. Well, if they're getting so rid of that. To streamline everything that you're saying, the, basically what the creators wanted to do is make it so players stop wasting their time. People like you can actually play the game and still have time to play other games. Right. That was the whole point. And they're like and that I think is cool that they, they want players to not feel like they're wasting time ever. Like and granted, all of this should have happened when the game was released. Yeah. And I don't, and this is one of the news things I wanted to touch on but but didn't because I knew it like I didn't do enough research on it. But there was the lawsuit between the composer, yeah. O'Donnell, Mike, is it Michael O'Donnell? I don't remember what his name <laughs> Michael is. Michael McDonald. Is O'Donnell, whatever <laughs> his last name. <laughs> his, his lawsuit against Bungie and Activision, he won <laughs> finally. But that, if you read through the details of the lawsuit, like it explains a lot of the issues they had in production, which is why we don't have a lot of the things that we well, have yeah, that like we're it getting. Just, it sounded like a, there was the rumor that came out a while back about how the lead story writer left like they, they five com- like four years into the project and they had to junk it all they and com- that's- yeah they completely scrapped the entire story a year before release and yeah. then had to rewrite everything i mean so, there's there's a lot of little issues i don't i don't what? want to get into it cuz it's going to take a really long time i just don't see how they couldn't find someone to carry on whatever he was working on and yeah, unless like, it was like yeah, an yeah, intellectual, intellectual property <laughs> i will say he was the, the only one with the decoder yeah, right exactly. yeah it was all in a language that predates latin the one yeah. cool thing about the score for Destiny is there are five movements, and it's one every two years, which explains the decade plan of Destiny as a whole. And it was also it was it was written by O'Donnell and Paul McCartney had a hand in it, which is really cool. And it's it's complete. Like the entire ten year span of music for this this game is pretty much complete. Oh, that's so cool. they actually have like there is an orchestral set of movements that correspond to this game, which I think is like that's awesome. So you have to wait another year to hear Movement 2? Uh, I, I think we're probably, yeah, like when Destiny 2 actually comes out. Well, I'm sure there's new music as no, part yeah, of it. There's going to be new music released yeah. with every expansion, well, but I think the plan was to have like larger base games release every two years and then expansions to fill the time yeah. in between and hmm. spread out the music throughout. I, I think at some point I will probably play The Taken King. I think it'll happen. I'm Are sure we will. still recording I think, this? I think yeah. it's, okay. <laughs> it's on the record. I think it's probably going to happen in like summer of 2016. <laughs> like that's I, I've got Metal Gear. Like I have four hours a week to play a game, and I want to see the end of Metal Gear this year. <laughs> this year, at some point before Fallout, and I would like to try to play Fallout as well. Right. So it's like it's one of those things. Like I've already wasted how much time on I've wait. I put five days into that game on my one character. I'm just I'm putting it to rest for now. Okay. And honestly, you know what? I'd be willing to give up on the Taken King if it weren't apparently chock full of Nathan Fillion. 
that Nathan Fillion wasn't all over <laughs> well, it. Oh, he's like the main storyteller. I know. Well, he's the he's like the he's apparently he's the guy that's kind of like, okay, we don't care about any of the backstory. Please start shooting people again or something like that's what like that's his main function in the story from what I oh, hear. Oh, also the, Nathan Fillion. One oh, of the things nice. I forgot to mention is you, as of this Tuesday, all of the the reputation you can gain from doing the gunsmiths mission starts. Yeah, so you can, you can start. They wanted you to start playing with the new weapons. Yeah. So that's beginning, and also there's they're opening up the new Crucible maps for everybody. And modes. And until, modes. Until the game gets... Until the game until releases. Released. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's enough Destiny. That sounded, I don't wanna, like, we that can, sounded <laughs> interesting. That, like, I'm wondering how the, like, if the gunsmith weapons, are they going to be useful? Yeah, they're legendary. That's the, that's they're the all legendary? Okay. So and that's leg- interesting. Your legendaries you can keep upgrading with old, other legendaries. Okay. Like you break down old legendaries yeah. and upgrade new ones or whatever. All right. I'm dripping in sweat <laughs> from this dog right now. Anyways, all right. Uh, enough. They enough could destiny. get me back in if they revert the nerf to Blackhammer. Anyway, there all <laughs> the all of the weapons will be upgrading over time. I know, but the the problem is that the Blackhammer nerf is not that bad. They ruined they ruined White Nail. They ruined it. Oh, I had did. infinite ammo with that gun. Anyway, I okay. think it's you don't need that. Stop. See, yeah, I, I keep you trying do to need it. As much as you don't want to play Destiny, it's a crota. you keep talking about it, and I've tried to move on for like That's five fine. minutes That's now. That's fine. <laughs> no, it's okay. You'll play eventually. You'll get back into At it. At some point. Every junkie starts When everybody up. else is done, I'll never see the raid. You're going to need, you're need a 12-step program to get rid of it. fighting Skolas. All right, anyways. Uh, Mad Max. Nick picked up Mad Max. You guys yep. didn't. You guys picked up Metal Gear instead, yeah, which is fine. We'll we'll do a review of Metal Gear as well. But uh, Nick, what do you? Let's talk about Mad Max for a minute. How? What are your thoughts, my friend? Uh, I like it quite a bit. I like it more than I thought I would. Uh, I think I do too. I was pretty skeptical going in. Mad Max is a pretty important franchise to me, so going into the video game, I was like really excited, and then I was worried. That's right, Lizzie. <laughs> Lizzie was worried too. I was concerned. I was like, "Oh man, I don't know." And then I was, I waited for it to come out, and I read a couple reviews, and they both they seemed pretty good, but some of the concerns were uh, concerning. <laughs> Doing real well on the vocab today, uh, but I I like it a lot. There's an insane amount of stuff to do. Yes, which is it's almost too much. Like I I kind of hit a point where I was like, you know. I'm not sure I want to keep driving around and just pulling my car over to pick up two things of scrap to like 100% complete a little area. You know what I right. mean? There's lots of really tiny bullshit peppered throughout. But I think it's, it serves to be, a, it's like a great break between story missions, probably. Yes. I'm the type of player where when I was playing Far Cry 3 or Far Cry 4 games like that, I would just walk the entire map, unlock every tower poke through every nook and cranny and then like go oh yeah there's a story mm-hmm. yeah which is probably why i don't mind destiny's lack of story but with mad max i found myself doing the same thing and then i was like you know what this is getting a little bit boring some there's just a lot well it's it's part of what i liked about the uh, the upgrade system is you you kind of have to do the story to upgrade along, you do along the and way and you have to do the small bullshit to yeah. get the to get the parts to it's upgrade. true so um, but, but it, you but, also like one i mean not not that like you know the whole liberating camps thing is an, is a, is again a mechanic in this game. Mm-hmm. Kind of drives me nuts because you have to do that, but you get free scrap handed to you, which is kind of cool. most of the camps too are different enough that it's interesting. Yes. There's a few. The game has kind of just reached a point for me now where it's starting to look and feel very different. 
and I really dig that. Like the first few camps you you take down are kind of all the same. Yeah, and it's the same procedure. But now they're getting to the point where there's different angles of approach, and, yes. you, and there's different perimeter defenses and different secret ways in, which is kind of cool. Uh, but the positives about this game are insanely positive. Yes, they're eleven out of ten. Awesome, and it's. I guess the important thing is it's a it's the perfect Mad Max game. It feels like the perfect intersection of Mel Gibson's Mad Max and Tom Hardy's Mad Max. Yeah. It's really the lore and the look and the dialogue and the characters are flawless. Yeah, They're the dialogue so is, is awesome. The, the, the can, voice acting is top notch. Can I? One of my favorite things about all Mad Max movies is whoever casts the extras for George Miller. Oh, because I freaks. think it's George Miller, but he honestly finds like these weird legless, armless <laughs> people. That are like oh, half yeah. of a torso and they don't have a whole face. Does the game have those in it? Or yeah, is definitely, it, definitely. Oh yeah, you're so, so you haven't played it at all. No, and neither has Brian. So no. just you and I are talking about yeah. this. Rock. More time to talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> you have this little crony called Chum Bucket, yeah. and he's basically the one deformed guy from the movie Three Hundred, which I know you haven't seen, Alex. But mm-hmm. if you Google Three Hundred deformed man, you'll see him, and <laughs> he looks exactly like that. He's a little hunchback guy. And one of the reviews I read said, oh, Chumbucket is really annoying, and we hate him. And I think he's awesome. I think he's perfect. He's perfect, and he's super useful. And yeah. the, the amount of, uh, of detail that went into the animations in this game is really Astounding. impressive. Astounding, especially when he's clinging to the back of the car, yes. and you're like going over bumps and shit, Dude. and he fully reacts to those, yeah. like every little bit of terrain. So, yeah, let's, let's see that guy. Kind of, kind of like Sloth a little bit. Yeah, yeah. smaller and like he, like uh, Quasimodo and Sloth yeah. had a baby. Okay. Yep. And he can somehow miraculously work on cars. He's really good at cars. <laughs> but really, good. it's really cool because the you can be so I can be bombing around. I can be driving, and an enemy, two enemy cars will come rolling up on me. And early on in the game, and still in the game, I'm not faster than them. Yes, they're going to catch you. And it's a matter, you have a couple seconds to make a decision of what you're going to do. Because they will ram the shit out of you immediately, and, and quickly your car's health will go down, and it gives you a countdown of five seconds, and you have to get out, otherwise it blows up and you die. But when you're on foot, you're in some trouble, because they're going to try to just <laughs> yeah. run They will you just over. run you over. It's, <laughs> and you could the, stop to just pick up scrap, and then all of a sudden you get blindsided They just come out of nowhere, car. yeah. Did you guys see the and gif? And Chumbucket does a pretty good job of, of calling them out. Yeah, like, you oh, cannot yeah. be paying attention. And he'll just shout, like, oh, shit, here they come, kind of thing. The and, war boys and, are coming. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> and there was actually earlier, it was awesome. There was one of those moments where, so you remember the, have you guys seen all the Mad Max films? Uh, no, I've only uh, seen Fury like, Road. Yeah, in, okay. In the previous, uh, the, the Thunder the War- Thunderdome. Okay. Yeah. Th- I only Road Warrior. And Road Warrior is the definitive Fury one, Road. and that's the one this game is most like, I think. But there was a total Road Warrior moment where we were bombing around, and I was uh, got into a, a tussle with a car, and I had like one shotgun shell left, and I blew it up, and I was like, "Oh, that was cool." And I pulled over, and the car had like half its health gone. As soon as you exit the car, Chumbucket will jump out of his little perch, and he'll run up to the engine and start fixing it. You don't have to prompt him. That's if there's awesome. damage he to just, the car and you get out, it. he starts doing it. And he'll say, don't go far, like that kind of thing. And <laughs> So I run over to the car to see what kind of junk fell out of it. And I was picking up some scrap. And then he just shouts something about like incoming. And I just tapped R1 and, and stick just to shoulder roll out of the way. And I rolled out of the way. And this car plowed through the wreckage I was just standing <laughs> next to. And I was like, <laughs> and I ran back to my car, and he's like, get in, get in. And I jumped in and turned around and took off, and this car came up behind us, and I used him 
Chum Bucket has the harpoon gun, and I used uh, him to shoot the dude driving the car and rip him out of it and <laughs> yeah, send him flying rip off these over dudes a hill. out of the windshield. They go flying oh, off hysterical. into the distance. It's awesome. Or you can, or you can road haul him for a while if you want. It's, yeah. it's so uh-huh. funny. It's, it's, it sounds awesome. Like, One of my favorite fantastic. things is when you, when you can roll up on someone from behind and you've got their gas tank and you, you slow down time using R1, or L1 mm-hmm. and then you fire using circle your shotgun and blow up the gas tank. When the time slowed down and you're like flying through the smoke and yeah. fire, it's just it. That's one of the things I love about it. the yeah. game is so fucking cinematic. It it's is. not even like the have camera- you played around with capture mode? No, but you, did you know you can use a second controller with a second player oh, yeah. to handle the camera and yeah, like take awesome. pictures and video and shit? Like make your own fucking Mad Max movie. So there's yeah. a, there's a mode called capture mode where at any point if you click in both sticks, yeah, it freezes the game. And you can move the camera anywhere and take a still awesome. or begin a video recording from any angle huh. and then cut it. So I took a bunch of really cool stills this way. And I was like, wow, this is a really cool feature. You can apply filters. You can, like, dutch the camera if you want to make That's it awesome. look more interesting. Yeah. That it's was, really, yeah. <laughs> that was something that kind of started, I mean, it started with, like, a few different games. But I know that one of the biggest ones this generation was Infamous. They patched in a... Like a, a capture mode where you can set like f stops and really? all kinds of insane stuff to get some really cool looking Halo, pictures. Has Halo so. Three that introduced the the forge mode where you could was that mm. what it was called yeah. where you could rotate the camera around and kind of go? That was cool. They probably did that in response to like Red versus Blue. But and the, all uh, that. yeah, really. Yeah. Um, there was uh, oh managing your resources in the game is really cool too. Like you yeah. really, I, I think at most I can carry like four shotgun shells and like four sniper rifles. And it takes forever to level up your belt to where you can carry yeah. more of that shit. So, so you really have to be. The only thing that you don't have to be particularly cautious about is fuel. Yeah, it's it's everywhere. Fuel's apparently. everywhere. And I was, really I think, because I you're in, you're in Gas Town, like yeah. so. There's mm-hmm. gas everywhere. Well, the first like the tutorial. There's a moment where you like run out of gas. You have to choose, and then yep. you have to proceed on foot to get it. And I was like, "Oh, this is cool and really scary." And yeah. then that never happens again because it's I think, everywhere. I think the problem the problem with it is that, as you said, when you're on foot, you're just going to be defenseless. You're, to you're being, pretty helpless. Like, yeah. No, I get it. And the game is predominantly driving. You the the world is huge. Like yes. at first, I looked at the map. I was like, "Oh, it's not that big." And then as I was navigating it and realizing where I was in relation to everything, I was like, "Oh God, this game is massive." So I was wondering if there was going to be, if you guys feel as though there's going to be a point that somewhat breaks the immersion and you're going to have like 30 shotgun shells and an abundance of I don't of think so. And I, I think that's kind of the way they engineered the game was to make re- like those sorts of resources very scarce. You don't run into ammo very often. Like yeah. it's, you, you've got to, I mean, you'll get some when you invade camps and things because why wouldn't the camps have a little bit of ammo here and there? Yeah. But like overall, like you're not going to find it randomly in the world like everywhere you go it doesn't just pop up you can't pull it off of every enemy you kill True. as a matter of fact like every enemy you kill doesn't give you shit you can't yeah. loot everyone it's, like, yeah it's random so it like i don't think you'll run into that sort of instance where you become too powerful for the game you so also don't really need it that yeah. much the only gun you really need a lot is the sniper rifle which mm. is so cool yeah. the way it works it's like it's part of the car it's like okay. in the bed of the car and you when you want to use it you like press you hold down on the d-pad and Max and Chumbucket like trade places essentially, and Max climbs through the little hole in the back of the car, and Chumbucket swings into the driver's seat, and Max gets in the back and extend the way the sniper rifle is like mostly mechanized is really cool. He like pulls a lever, and the barrel swings out as does the stock, 
And then you can slowly drive the car at like five miles an hour. Chumbuck can kind of position it. So if you're trying to reposition to take out someone like a mile away, because the snipers will shoot you from so yeah, far that's away. One of the huh. things I don't. That's one of the things I don't really like is the enemy perception is ridiculous. Like if if the camp gets alerted to your pre- presence by any means necessary, like like if they see you even the least bit, and you could be you could be super fucking far away if the snipers see you. The, the perimeter defenses, like, go up. And, like, they've got some that, like, launch Molotovs at you from, like, football fields away. And you're mm. just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> they used I... to play football. Because the whole point is, like, they, they, they want you to sneak into these camps if you can. And, like, you can't. The second you get seen by anybody on the perimeter, you can't sneak in. Like, See, I it's, love it's that, impossible. actually. See, it, I really well, dig it. It's, it's, like, I'm sitting here trying to sneak in and not alert anybody. And so it's really aggravating that, like, that perimeter defense doesn't get reset. Like, it's, once it's hit, you're done. Like, you cannot sneak into that camp again. Like, yeah, I usually post up really far away and take out the snipers. Because yeah. that's, like, the, the first thing you got to take down. Like, once I go in the balloon and scope it all out, which is one of the coolest parts of the game, when you want to reveal the map and, like, scout, you find these hot air balloons and the, the first time I went in one was, like, the first jaw-dropping moment of the game because it is so gorgeous. And you get really high, and the camera pulls way back, and you see, like, the breadth of the world, and you're in this little hot air balloon. And then you can pull out your binoculars, and you can mark everything on the map, like, mm-hmm. all the threats, and it makes it easier for you to drive around and take everything apart. But I, uh, that, that, that function is really cool. It's way cooler than, like, the Assassin's Creed Tower bullshit or the Far Cry <laughs> see, Tower my, my thing, like, I, I hate how long it takes... It does take a long time, it, but it's cool the first time. But when you hit like four or five of the wa- the balloons and you're like floating up, like it's kind of like holy shit! Like why do I have to sit through all of this? I get that. I think it's a nice so, a nice little pause in the action. It is cool, and it, it, it does show you. It gives you the scale of the world, which is cool. So yeah, you get to, oh, yeah. it's it's fucking massive. The game is massive. It gives you a really good idea of where you stand too, like yes. in relation to everything. So which is cool, but, but it's a very it's a very Mad Max thing. Like most of the functions in this game, even if they're a little annoying or redundant they're they're so they're done in such a way that's so very mad max that it's hard to like dislike it it's hard for me to dislike it but i um my only beef really with the game i have two uh the controls are a little stupid clunky sometimes just dumb yeah like the like (laughs) where where things are mapped on the buttons and you can't change it yeah or like like when you're trying to climb a ladder and hold a weapon at the same time and you end up dropping the weapon to climb the ladder the like, worst is the shotgun. Yes. I have accidentally fired that shotgun so many times <laughs> and alerted people and wasted, like, shells. It's because you're trying to climb a ladder or do something. It's a terrible... It should always be hold L1 to shoot. Like, that. just make that the rule. There should be no quick shotgun function. It's dumb. Who, who uses right. that? And uh, a lot of the cutscenes feel like things you should be playing. Yeah. Like, that first big escape from Chum Bucket's, like, lair yes. in the boat... Why was I not playing that? Right. It was perfect. Like why could you not drive through the boat and launch? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all I want. As I was watching it, I was like, "Why the hell is this a? Why the hell is this a cutscene? I should have been. It should have been like the conclusion of Halo Three. Like that's what it felt like. That whole. Remember the end of Halo Three where you're driving around I didn't the world, Halo. everything. Oh man, <laughs> the end of every Halo <laughs> game is like you're that. driving from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Basically like that. And there's or this, flying. There's this really cool cutscene where these guys sneak into Chum Bucket's like lair, which is like your only safe haven at the beginning of the game, and they blow it up. And there's this really cool cutscene of them running and getting in the little buggy and then driving away up the huge boat and then driving out the, the end of it as it explodes behind them. And I was like, oh, that was kind of cool. But I was just, check- one. The I was just one. checking my phone instead of playing it. I should have been playing it. Right. Uh, I like that you can collect all the cars. 
I think that's a cool element. So any of the cars you see on the road, if you can kill the driver, you can take the car back to your fortresses and save it. Hmm. Which I I wish there was an online deathmatch mode for the cars, but there isn't. Just like destruction just, derby. Yeah, just put me <laughs> in a fucking arena so I can just launch harpoons them. at people and like you know twist. Is there metal. any multiplayer? No, no, not at no. all. But I I hope they patch it in at some point. I think they probably will. It will be really cool. Like especially if you collected all the cars. Oh yeah. And you can choose from different defenses and things like that's Once that would be sweet. All over them and by yeah. the way, I heard there's like vehicles and stuff in Dying Light now. Yeah, they're adding that in the next expansion. Yeah. It comes out pretty soon. It's pretty crazy. And a huge new area yeah, to it's explore. The, it's twice. It's the size of both areas combined and bigger. Jeez. Uh, that, that we digress. Uh, I want to just run down my quick list here. The game is beautiful. It looks great. Um, the world is massive. The fighting is literally straight out of Batman, and it's like it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's cool. It gets a little overwhelming if there's more than four enemies, though. I don't know if you've like ran oh, yeah. into that. Yeah, you like, just <laughs> keep. I got like a thirty-eight like chain the other Holy day. I was shit. in a tiny room fighting like seven guys, and I was just smiling the whole time. I was like, <laughs> Nick's ridiculously good at the Batman. I was amazing at the ba- at like, the Batman. I would do the the fight challenge rooms all the time and get like way 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 yeah. up there. I can get yeah. like a max chain of like ten. But <laughs> oh, I think I, I had something over 25 at yeah. least because you get an achievement for Dude, that. I was at like 50 once. <laughs> I just that's it was really fun. I'm a big fan that you can use the touch screen on the PS4 controller to navigate the map. I think that's fucking awesome. Oh, I didn't know that. It's it's I realized it when I was trying to use the map and I and my thumb was briefly touching the touchpad and it would like swipe me. I'm like, what the what the fuck is happening? Like that's I'm trying cool. to like navigate using the, the the thumbstick and I kept hitting the touchpad. So what is that? Maybe all of two games. Yeah, that two use games the touchpad use it. for an actual touchpad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The weather, smoke, and all the particle effects look fucking amazing. That's like, the last thing I think I really have to talk about. Have you gone through a storm yet? Yes. Oh and all man. the all the shits flying at it you, is and insane. like you have to seek shelter or else it'll blow up your oh, fucking crazy. car. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the game warned me it was like hey a storm's coming yeah Chumbucker's like ah Is big one's brewing bro- yeah yeah <laughs> kind of like the Fury Road storm yes yeah, yeah the nice. game's like get out of here but they said they said seek shelter at a stronghold so essentially you can weather the storm and it'll it'll just immediately blow over and then you can go out in the world again but there's crates whirling around in the storm that have uh, a ton of scrap right so if you and I was like I was pretty close to the stronghold so I was like Screw it, I'm just going to stay out. And it's on you, like, really quick, and you can't see anything. And you're driving around, and l- bits of, like, rocks like metal and, and metal rocks are bashing just... into the car and taking the health down. And then, like, a crate would go by, and you have to harpoon it to bring it down to the earth, and then you have to break it open somehow. Mm-hmm. And you have to get out. See, I found an area, I, a storm came, and I hid in a cave. Yeah. And when the storm left, there were crates all around. Really? And I just went out and harpooned yeah. them and, and flipped them around oh, and man. broke them open. I was out there, and I was like in the, mo- in the moment where like I'd get one, and then I'd have to get out of the car, and I was like shoulder rolling as like metal parts would fly in, <laughs> and chum buckets on the hood screaming at me trying to fix the car, and the health <laughs> is only breaking even because it's getting hit with debris. And I'm breaking this crate open and grabbing a scrap and getting in the car and getting out of there, and it's, it's nuts, and some huge gusts will happen, and the car kind of is just like... Responding. I mean, it's that's interesting. It's amazing, cool. and it's like, also really it cool. feels like you have like the car. You feel the weight of the car, like in yeah. Like the, you phys- like the physics die. are great. I just had the first moment, and not to spoil our Metal Gear talk, but the idea, like, there's sandstorms in Afghanistan and yeah. Metal Gear, and it was so awesome. Like Darude, like, it yeah. Is you can just play Sandstorm the whole time. It's just like the Mannheim Steamroller song. Perfect for Metal Gear. I'll have to try that. 
No, on side note, Tim posted something about how Central Michigan football yeah. was starting in 10 hours, so he can start revving up now, and he posted a link to a 10-hour repeat mix of Sandstorm. Sandstorm. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Tim's any, a big fan of Sandstorm. Anyway, I was, I, was, uh, I was about, I was like, oh man, how am I going to get past this post without anybody seeing me? And then the Sandstorm started, like... Yeah, like revving up. And Sometimes then I was you like, get lucky. It just hit full on, and then I was able to just jet by on the horse, and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, I've seen the enemy cars in uh, Mad Max like getting blown away by like, yeah. the sandstorm. It's kind of like cool. that shot in the movie. Also, the you can see when there's like a big convoy or even just like two cars rolling around together like patrols, you can see a big smoke cloud on the road from where they are, and it lets you, if you want to intercept them, lets you kind of line up where they're going. It's really cool. Awesome. Like You'll just see in the distance like a big dust cloud coming your way and you're like oh all right so do you think is the interceptor hidden anywhere in the game can you get max's interceptor he's driving it at the very beginning yeah, you start with the black on black and it gets it. it gets dismantled mm. so maybe you can get it at the end i really hope so again it's the same way fury road started i was just talking to gojo about this when he's bombing around in the interceptor right at the very very beginning of fury yeah. road i was like yes and then immediately <laughs> it's just flipped over and destroyed and i was like oh this, why ta- are you going to do that? This takes place before Fury Road, so I'm assuming you probably rebuild it at, by the end of the game, or it becomes a, a model of the car you can build Maybe. out of the Magnum Opus. I mean, yeah, I, I would figure they would have those in there. It's cool because the in the interior of the Magnum Opus is exactly from like the Road Warrior. It's got like the the cl- drop cloths that he's turned into like pouches, and it's it's really sweet. Hmm. But My, it's um overall, it's like. It's a really amazing Mad Max experience. Like, if yeah. you enjoy the franchise, the story is so Mad Max, it's hilarious. Yeah, like, when Willie and good. I were first talking about Fury Road, I was like, it seems like he's going to fall in with, like, a band of girls that are trying to be become free, and he's, <laughs> like, going to reluctantly help them. And Willie goes, classic Mad Max. I was like, exactly. He <laughs> yeah. always falls in with, like, some loser who, like, needs his help, and yep. then he reluctantly does it and ends up being a good guy, and that's totally the beginning of the game. That's and Bucket thinks you're, like... You're like a saint, like, sent down from the gods to drive a car. And Max is like, screw it. I just want a car, man, to get the hell out of here. He's like, I'm not that guy. And Chumbuck's like, yeah, you are. And you end up teaming up with him. And there's, like, That's this awesome. mystic shaman roaming around who you can talk to who helps you level up. And he also thinks you're, like, some divine thing. And I was like, ah, oh, this is perfect. I wanted to ask you guys, do you feel like the great reception of the film hurt the game at all? In terms, because the game's or getting helped. kind of... No, I think that I think the game and the movie are both great in their own standing. I mean, they like I, I don't know if they're gonna ever make another Mad Max game, but I hope they if they don't, they keep expanding on this one for a little bit because it's a lot of fun. Hmm. I think it depends on the type of gamer you are and how much you like the world. If you're not at all interested in Mad Max, like if you thought Fury Road was a great movie, the way I think Star Trek '09 is a great movie, but I'm not like that into the lore. You you might not like the game as you might much. Might be a little nonplussed by it, unless yeah. you like like open world. And even then, the open games. world's weird. It's not like other open world games. It is, but it isn't. And it's a lot of it's not grinding, but it's lots of discovering and lots of managing resources. And there is two things uh, since you mentioned Metal Gear Solid. There's a day night cycle that happens as you're building up the strongholds. You see like things expanding and the Beautiful. time passing. And I started laughing. I was like, Oh, Beautiful. Alex would dig this. <laughs> also, the dog at the very beginning of the game. Chumbucket calls him Dinky D, which is like the Australian dog food that's yeah. in that's in the Road Warrior, and like it's just like slang for like a dog, I think. Which is funny because it's basically shortened to DD, and you can use him later 
as like an asset. And I was like, oh, this game has their own version of two games Phoebe. that came out on the same, on the same day. day. Have yeah. They have a dog, dog ally. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome too. You can use him to. He chills in the back of a car, and you can find minefields, and he like spots the mines and helps you defuse them. It's one of the only like I like that part. That's a fun little mechanic in the game. But the fact that you can you can disarm landmines, but you can't disarm bear traps annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah, like because I ran into this one cave, and just all of a sudden it was like one bear trap, fuck, two bear traps, fuck, because you can barely <laughs> see them. Yeah, and then by the time you hit the third bear trap, you're dead, and so you can't detect them, and you can't. You can't dismantle them by any means, but you the can't send the dog in. The, no, you can't. But the dog can see and smell landmines, and, and you, you as a human, <laughs> have the ability to disarm a landmine, but you can't disarm a bear trap. Like, give me a break. It just makes me think of Fallout. I think yeah. I was <laughs> just gonna say like, God damn it! Because I used to play Fallout traps. Three and pretend I was Mad Max. I used to play Rage <laughs> and pretend I was Mad Max. I used to play Fallout New Vegas and really pretend I was. I was basically Max. I would wear the the biker armor for way longer than I should have just because it had, like, the one sleeve missing, and it was, like, a perfect recreation. And now that the game's finally here, and it's good, it really scratches, like, a very long-standing itch. So it's... Um, nice. That one tiny niche that <laughs> only, that only, only me you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just pulling for. I think oh, you man. you would like it, though. I think I think, so I think both of you guys would really Oh, yeah, I definitely want to play it. It's just... It was between getting... Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid and Mad Max, yeah. and Mad Max, and I was, Metal Gear Solid seemed more. I'm sure like what I Metal felt Gear like playing the at the time. Game. The I, better game. I think I think they're so similar in terms of content that it's going to be kind of like I don't even necessarily want to play them back to back. Like I'll probably finish up Metal Gear, give it some time, and pick up Mad Max. Well, yeah, because like you're not going to want to try to approach Mad Max from the stealth standpoint. No, there's very Gear, little. It's, there's very little subtlety. You just want to You just want to blow shit up and like well, run your car that's into everything. Kind of good though, because like, I'm really terrible at the stealth now. And like, <laughs> I should save it for the Metal Gear pocket. But there was a night, and last night, I I had the I had this one encampment on alert, and I managed to knock a couple guys out. And I ran up this guard tower to interrogate a guy to learn about the area a little bit. Knocked him out. And then somebody walked out and saw the guys on the floor and started waking them up. <laughs> so, so they're waking them up. And I'm crouched down in this guard tower waiting as the guy's climbing the ladder. And then I peg him in the head with, with a dart. And he falls to the bottom and knocks out two of the other guys. No but way. Then, but then one of them is still alive and awake. So he goes and wakes all three of them up again. And I did that like seven times because I was like... <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> and eventually I got out of it. But no, I, my, my stealth skills are... The, the game is so much more open and insane that my stealth skills aren't that great. Oh, anymore. I really like the wrestling moves. Yeah, that's like to kind of counter, counterpoint what's going on in Metal Gear. Like in Mad Max, you, it's kind of like the objective is to take out everyone as quickly as possible, which is generally the most bombastic way possible. Yeah. And there was an area where there was like a fortress that I rolled up on and there were like, there was like a group of like nine guys that just came pouring out and I just harpooned the first one and ripped him out of the way and then got out of the car and just ran up to the two of them and just started getting in it. And you can uh, shiv guys, you get these little shivs and once in a while if you stun a guy it'll prompt you to do that and that looks really cool if you're just like wailing on a dude and then you just pop a knife right in his neck and then start fighting <laughs> the next guy as he's still standing there like, eh, eh, you're just beating up other dudes. But he has some, like, he'll, like, do suplexes to guys. And, like, it's very, 
the fighting's very brutal and very it is kind of reminiscent of there's, batman in that there's, way uh, there's wall executions that's cool yeah it's cool when you like get a guy slamming a guy's face against the wall repeatedly <laughs> and it, the game does a really good job of naturally getting you there like yeah. when i was fighting guys in like a room i was just kind of fighting this guy and the game doesn't do like a weird like the, the weird wall's batman here and i'm slide. here and it doesn't just go and take me to the wall yeah, yeah. It, it's very natural and i just happened to be close to be punching a guy in the particular punch animation like sent the guy back a few feet and so i just ran right up to him and he happened to be against the wall and max like pressed his neck up against the wall and just punches him in the face a bunch of times and then picks him up and suplexes him and then there's another guy you got a counter and it's the fighting is very very dirty it's it's one of those things about batman that's kind of weird where you're like halfway across the room but if you hit x at the right time he'll like do like a weird somersaulty yeah. type thing over to this dude that's all the way on the other side. And like that which is fine him. for Batman. Like that kind of makes sense with Max. <laughs> yeah. If there's a guy way over there and you hit X, Max is just going to punch the air <laughs> between you. It's like that and gift, then you're like, oh, it's like right. the gift that you sent me. <laughs> like flying <through laughs> the, the cartwheel. Yeah, doing the weird <laughs> yeah, cartwheel somersault yep. through the air. But did you guys see the other gif of somebody? Uh, somebody started an interaction with a person and this. This like raider comes by on a bike, and then all of a sudden, in the conversation, Max just gets destroyed by this car. <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah, yeah actually, if you're happens. interacting with something, well, but it, like it was safe. like it was like a cutscene talking with somebody, and then as soon as it was over, it reverted back, and Max was standing right there, <laughs> and you just got yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not it's not too surprising. I don't even know if I could be mad while I was playing it yeah. because it, it's that funny. Kind of, that kind and of you, stuff you, happens. That's the kind of thing that, you, like, when it happens, you're just like, what the fuck? And then, yeah. like, yeah. you just reload your game and start, that's, you know, like... It, I get really mad, but I also have that same sort of reaction when shit goes wrong in Metal Gear. Because it, shit goes really wrong. <laughs> yeah. One of the good things about Mad Max is there are, like, no load times. The whole world yes. is, is seamless. You can just keep driving. Uh, and the load times when you enter... Uh, like a stronghold, I think, are the only buildings where there's actually a load time. Because yes. It's like a different interior that's loading. They're really brief. So the game is uh, very seamless. You can drive from one end of the map to the other and go into a bunch of buildings in between, and the game will never load. Does, is, it, uh, is there an initial, is it like GTA initial load time? It like, does have an initial load time, but it's not very it's long. It's not that bad. It's, it's longer bad than like some games, but it's really not, it's not bad. Okay. And what you're looking at is generally interesting enough to... You know, it's like probably thirty seconds tops. Okay. It's not the GTA one is definitely longer. The GTA one is infuriating to me. <laughs> like, I don't care how good you look or how big your map is. It takes like fifty minutes to boot that game up, which you know. But I don't well, know. needless to say, I think you guys should definitely play Mad Max at some point. Yeah, I think it's a great game. I would like to. It's a lot yeah. of fun. I hope they make more or yeah. expand on this one. I really want multiplayer. Like I want to, I want to get in car combat. Like I'd like to partner up with someone to run the back, like run the. That would be awesome. Shit. Somebody to be chum bucket. Yeah, like have someone else play chum bucket, and then you play the driver, and then you like everybody just has a, a grand, old, a grand old time. Yeah, that would be really cool because you could focus. Sometimes I get a little disoriented when I'm trying to drive and aim yeah. the harpoon at the same time. That's just why it's nice that it all slows down. It gives you a yep. moment to like aim. But having a dedicated person for that would be that would be cool. I'm I think surprised you can't just fire up the second controller and do that in the game right. anyway. That would be have somebody be play his chum bucket. Yeah, that would be cool. But yeah, DLC would be. I mean, I think there's plenty of room to grow. Definitely. So far, I mean, I'm I don't even know how far in the game I am, and I'm. I think I got a long way to go. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how the sales were. It'll be interesting to see if it 
if it does well enough for them to kind of keep working on it. I think it, it, it came out at a really hard time. There's Being some, up against Metal Gear. Yeah. Is, There's a huge, there are, there are a couple just AAA heavy hitters coming out soon yeah. in like two, three months. Yeah. So it's going to be hard. Yeah. Uh, as always, if you're listening along and you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. And uh, again, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com so that we make money off of your purchases because we need money because we're poor. It's true. Um, other than that, Alex, what's coming up on the Film Nerds? Tomorrow, uh, which is Labor Day, for those of you in the U.S., we will be recording America. a Fight the Franchise. So look for that soon. Um, is it Die Hard? No. I can't remember if they announced it or not. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's Sleepaway Camp. Gotcha. So, um, spoiler alert. Huh? But, um, and then I think this month, the month of September, there's not a lot of super strong releases. So we're going to be doing this thing where we... Uh, pick movies that changed us or that were very important and influential to us. Each of us has a week. Cool. We're going to talk about a movie that's real big in our lives. Sounds like and, fun. Uh, yeah, so looking forward to talking about the past. Sweet. Not actually. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Well, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Anyways, uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. Next time we're going to hit on some Metal Gear and see what else. Maybe maybe some of this uh, Destiny 2.0 patch action. Disney uh, Infinity, Disney 3. Infinity 3.0. We've got all kinds of good stuff going on now and a lot of good games coming out soon. So thanks again for listening. Nick, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. It was a very timely episode. Yeah, it's I'm good to have both you it. and Alex back since we didn't have Alex last week either. I'm a little so. sad because this will be one episode I don't get to listen to. <laughs> yeah. I, gotta look, I actively look forward to listening to you guys. I, enjoy, time, I enjoyed so. listening. Having, I had an episode that I could actually just sit and listen to you guys. I, I kind of would like that to continue. I was going to write in feedback, but since we're all in the same room, <laughs> I was telling Alex the other day that I only listen to this podcast when I'm traveling, which okay. has been a lot. So, because the episodes are usually pretty long, so yeah. they're great for like long drives. And I have only listened to you guys in Michigan once. Oh, shit. Like one episode when I was on the way out to, uh, it wasn't that far. I think I was on the way out to Lansing or something. Yeah. But I've listened to you guys in New York, Utah, Florida twice. Nice. And um, one other state I was in for a shoot. Actually, on the way to South Carolina for, uh, for a wedding. Very so you cool. guys are the, my traveling podcast. Good. Good. No, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. I, I hope everybody uses that as a listen to us while you travel because you can't play the video games while you're listening. There so you go. It's good, good, good way to get it fixed. Or driving. You can't play while you're driving. Um, anyways, yeah, no, that's great. I'm, I'm glad to have you guys back. And uh, we'll see how this Metal Gear one goes. Probably have Gojo on for that. And Nick, mm-hmm. you're always welcome anytime. So Cool. All right. Thanks. Cool. Everybody, thanks again. Peace out. Game over. Cue Materia Mush. Yeah. Right now, it's probably happening. <laughs> in my head. As you're listening. Oh, yeah, I yeah. can hear it in my head. Here it goes. Calibration. Ooh, that would be Yeah. Might have to happen.